From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. Just a few minutes late here. Start to, usually start at 10, but the problem was that I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, and, and, you know anything in life will happen after that. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to say, and I don't know where we're going from here. But other than that, it's a beautiful morning in the Texas Hill Country. It has been 100 degrees probably every day for the last three weeks. So that's kind of fun. And uh, you don't need a sauna. You can just cut down on your expenses and just go outside. Uh, if you'd like to join the show this morning, uh, you can do it. 888-663-6386. If you'd like to speak to the lovely and talented Hannah and uh, ask her some really personal questions that embarrass her, you can call 888-663-6386 and talk to her. Um, or email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Uh, Fridays, uh, as of, I don't know, maybe the last month or so, we're being uh, joined by Hannah Walheiser, who she's in the great state of, of Pennsylvania, up there in Amish country. And we just met her somehow, off, off the, somehow. We thought, well, she'd be fun to have on and just talk and ask questions and give us insights into her life and stuff. So, Again, she's here. Good morning, Miss Anna. Good morning. Good morning, Patrick, and everyone listening. It's great to be here. Did Punxsutawney Phil see his shadow today? Oh, that wasn't today. <laughs> he's a, he's several months late. He's, he's several only months checking late. it now. <laughs> he came out and it was too hot, and he goes, nah, "I'm not, I'm going back in." <laughs> you all have really been having your little heat thing too, huh? Up there. Yeah, it's been very hot, and uh, the humidity's been pretty high. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to you know autumn. <laughs> Sweetie, it's only uh, July, so you better you're really looking forward. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up. Yeah, well, you know, it's just it was it just got to be a lot. Yeah. I, I'm sure you understand. It's I, hotter where you are, I think, but I may maybe drier, right? You guys are more arid there. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, had any water for a while. Can I get you to move your camera just a little bit? I want to get you more in the center there. So people Is that don't, better? That way the people don't think you're right wing or left wing, that you're in the center. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're in the, we should play trivia on Fridays, Patrick. We should play some trivia, yeah. I, I, let's do that. Let's do something. Hey, why don't you call and let us know how you're doing. 888 I was thinking we could just play some music too. That would that would be fun, but uh, they don't even let you do it anymore. I mean, it's just so boring. We used to play all this music, you know, and um, then you get on these these platforms like SoundCloud and these other things, and then they they then they they censor you for playing a song because you don't have a license, and it just gets to be so messy. But years ago, we used to play all this stuff just, you know, just for fun, you know. And, uh, mm. You know what that means? What's that? We're gonna have to sing instead. Well, well, yeah. I, I you know, I can sing a few tunes myself or dance or something. Um, <laughs> how was your week? What'd you do? Fun? Exciting? Anything good? 
Yeah, I was up in Boston for a few days uh, with my sister and my niece, who's going to be attending UMass up there. So I uh, went along for a little girls trip, got to tour the university and sightsee in Boston a little bit. Oh, So that was really cool. Boston's a cool town, right? Boston's a cool city. Yeah, I mean, I've driven through, but I've never really had time to explore it. So we got to see like the Back Bay area, went to the beach, and then... uh, Wednesday, we spent time on the North End, so like Little Italy up there, and that was fantastic. So, yeah, it was a good, good time. Good time in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Quite an old city, isn't it? A lot of uh, great old buildings up there. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I got some pretty cool pictures, too. Did you drive or fly? Uh, my sister drove, so I just was, you know, yeah, we just drove up. But. So, it's yeah. probably not too far. I think you say Boston, like Boston. Boston, yeah, Boston or Boston, Boston. <laughs> Boston. Um, but we have some family friends up there actually that were have been best friends of my parents since um, even before I was born. Actually, so we got to stay with them, and um, yeah, it was really nice. Hmm. So I did a little did a little fun thing last night. I thought uh, I'd talk about a bit. Um, You know, we've often, uh, you know, talked about this idea of, you know, the issues being in the tissues, and we have these engrams in our body and things like that. And I've had a couple spots, one over here, and then one here. This one here was been around for about forty years. I remember the first time I felt it, kind of a trigger point. It's one of those points where, if you hit it just right, it feels like you're putting uh, your finger in a socket. Ever had one of those? Oh man! They go, wow. And so I got this uh, this uh, nudge at one o'clock this morning. I get these nudges at one o'clock in the morning. Let's go out and and see what we can work on these things a little bit because I wasn't very tired. So I, I went out there and I get on my little yoga mat and I have my red lights and one o'clock in the morning, just so quiet and just move as carefully and gently. And get just to the point, you know, where you're right at that spot. Try to find it. Sometimes it's hard to even find it. You know, you go around, and, you know, and if you get right to it, just right in there, you can feel it's like really. So I worked on it on both sides for a couple of hours, and um, just to the point where it was really hurting, but you kind of held it just enough. So it's just in there. So you feel like you're making some inroads to it. You just feel like you're making some inroads, but you don't try to go too far. It's a very fine line. And I did on both sides in probably two hours. Just, and you know, I, I got, and during that time, I, I felt um, so many things connected to like my shoulder and my arm and my stomach and my bladder, you know, things that I have felt little, you know how you get little tinges parts in your stomach, your bladder or something. And um, and, it, and it, uh, it helped to release lots of energy, all parts of my body, just from two spots in my neck. Wow. Isn't that cool? And so... That's I'm, amazing. Were you like massaging it or putting just putting pressure like an acupressure actually point. just moving until i get right where it starts to hurt 
and then you, you're right there where it really hurts, it's really painful, and you just hold that. So I think what happens is that you gradually um, release those trigger points, because they seem at this point too, too much to kind of, you know, just, I, don't, I wouldn't know how to get it all at once. So it's almost like you have to kind of eat away at, eat away a little bit at a time. And uh, a lot has to do with the breath. Um, so you play with the breath so you can just kind of go, you know, whatever. And it was very powerful. And I slept, I slept better than ever I had in two or three months just after doing that. I went back to sleep and just felt so relaxed and, you know, with God, you know, it was just really interesting. So I think there's a lot of good stuff in different parts in our body that we don't want to go into. Was anything kind of like coming up energetically when you were doing that or you were just in the moment with your body not really thinking about anything? Well, I was just in the moment, but when I do it, I like to just let the mind do whatever it wants to do, and then that shows you, um, you know what I'm saying, that shows you what, um, but I'm not actively thinking, is that your, yeah, I'm not actively thinking, I just let the mind alone, and whatever it pops up, the images or the feelings, then that's what's in there. And it's just not anything specific, you know, just, I don't know, thoughts, sometimes images with talking to somebody, or something when you're a kid or I, I think these things just get stuck in there and I, I think they just get stuck in there and they want to come out so it wasn't anything specific like you know some trauma or something like that hmm. yeah we used to joke around um in my yoga teacher training many many years ago that we hold all our shoulds in in our sho- in our shoulders so like our should have could have would have yeah that's pretty <laughs> and it much just builds all this tension up <laughs> yeah, I think the, into our neck so that been I, your I do experience? think there might be something to yeah. that so there's the shouldas and the couldas and the wouldas and the mm, didn'ts <laughs> and the didn'ts <laughs> I can't believe I yeah. did that that kind of stuff or yeah. maybe the dids <laughs> the dids the dids and the didn'ts yeah <laughs> wow isn't it funny? And it was nothing specific, you know, but, uh, and if you really uh, just kind of let it go, like I say, and just don't think about anything and just, they'll just come up, you know, they'll just pop up and you can kind of see them. And, um, and I find that as long as I don't get involved in that process, then they just keep coming. But if you have one, like something with Uncle Charlie 10 years ago, and you start thinking about that, then you kind of get lost in, in that, you know, in that black hole. So I think the best thing to do is just let it go, kind of trust the process. So I'm going to do more of it. I'm going to, I'm going to really go after these things. I think there, I think there's some gold in them. They're hills for sure. You know, I really do. I'm so glad you slept well too. That's great. What's that? I'm so glad that you slept well as well. Really. So I, you know, the more I look at it, I think all of this whole sleep thing I've been doing is just um, spirit's way of saying, dig in, you know, dig in, have a party, see what's going on in there. And that's what this has been about. And I've always felt that for the last few years. 
that it wasn't I could take anything or, <laughs> you know. Have you watched any of the, the end of COVID thing started, right? Did Have you seen yeah, any I've of seen it? a little bit, not too much. I just really haven't taken the time. Have you seen anything? No, I have to yeah. start exploring that this weekend. Yeah. What Hannah's talking about is there's a, there's a, a quite a project that's called The End of COVID, and you can just do theendofcovid.com, and they, oh, they must have 15, 20 people, all the usual suspects of, you know, the Lankas and the Cowans and a lot of other people I've never heard of, and they put together 90 hours, 90 hours, and uh, every day they, they release two or three more, and it's all free, and uh, you can go back and start and, you know, rewatch them or start at the beginning, and then I believe in August 1st, they're going to start charging for it. So up until 1st, you can see the whole thing for free. And it's going to be quite an adventure. Are you planning on looking at some when you get the time, make the time? Oh, yeah. I'm very curious about it. I yeah. want to, I'm a nerd about things like this, like trying to absorb as much information as possible and then see what sticks, yeah. <laughs> what makes sense, what resonates. Yeah. Yeah. You don't look like a nerd. Well, are there stereotypes of what nerds look like? Probably, if <laughs> I just said that, yeah. There's certainly stereotypes of, of, oh, you know, I was thinking about that too, this whole, you know, I'm into this whole, it takes a long time to get young thing, and, and um, I just think it's just so fascinating that when people, I, I know this is true, is that when we buy into a number, you know, whatever it is, then we're that number. Because if you think about it, uh, if you say to somebody, or just just say the just say the term forty-five years old, and I would suspect that when we repeat that or we hear that or somebody says that, you know, forty-five years old, that knowing what we know about the mind and how it works you know, with these things in our body, right? How much um, energy and uh, loose particles and images, and you can't do this at 45, you can do this at 45, or when you get to be 45, this will happen, you know, or you can't have babies after 40, whatever. A thousand different things that go with, and it's just because it's a number, just a number. And I think this is the whole real key, the mainly key to aging, that when we, you know, when we say that we're 45 or 50 or whatever it is, then we're telling our body everything that we've ever thought about 45 or 50, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. So your body says, okay, well, I can do that. Sure, I can do that. Yeah, I think there's so much to self-limiting beliefs and there's a lot that's perpetuated like in society about what people sh- look like at this age and like what you're saying, what they can and can't do. And uh, I just don't buy into any of that crap. <laughs> yeah, good I've, I've always seen myself growing. Um, and it's not like, not that I'm like trying to it put doesn't... a halt on right. whatever natural process my body has. Um, but the more healthy, and we've talked about this before, the more healthier I've become inside, um, the more, I don't know, youthful I feel, if that makes sense. And I've always seen myself growing. Like when I envision myself five years from now, I'm going to be like 
indoor climbing and the strongest version of myself and, you know, and more at peace and more at ease. And I feel like I am on that, on that track. So I just don't think about the number associated with it. I just think about my vision for who I want to be. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I I didn't, I didn't realize till just now that you're that and tuned into that hole. That's great. Good for you. See, that's why I like you because you know what you're doing. See, that's because you. No, I don't know what I'm doing. No, well, we none of us know what we're doing, but we all just think we do. (laughs) But at least I just know who what I want to be, like who I want to be, and who I want to continue to become. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just more of an energy than anything else. And I think that that is reflected from the inside out. Oh, I agree. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I did a little coaching session with a young fellow, or I don't know what his age was, I'd say young fellow, up in Vancouver yesterday. And, and we started talking about all this stuff, and he was really getting it just like that. You know, you know I just say, well, just do what you want and believe what you want, and you'll be fine, and don't believe anything else except what you want to believe. That's how I said it to him. He said, wow, that would be, I can do that. <laughs> he says, well, I can do that. I said, yeah, just do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. How often for lifetimes, maybe, certainly this lifetime, I don't remember any of my past, a few, of how often we've just um, mistakenly, somebody said something to us and we just believed it. Well, you know, we just believed it. You know, like, like the germ thing or, you know, nuclear war. I don't know, you know, we just believe it. And when we yeah. and we have the choice of saying, well, I'm not sure about that, so I don't know if I want to believe that. I'm just going to believe what I want right now. <laughs> yeah, because when someone tells us we're we, you know, you should be afraid of that, and then we're like, oh, okay, like I'm now fearful of that because you told me, you know, depending on what age you are, um, you know, these things influence us. So yeah, there's so many things coming at us that we start living out um, because we've chosen to believe in them. Yeah, whether they're true or not. Yeah, that's why I feel about electromagnetic fields and um, chemtrails, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm sorry. I just I don't I don't even want to believe it. I don't care about it. I just tell my body, you're strong enough. If there's anything coming at you, you're gonna be good. That's the only way I know how to deal with it. Why would we tell our body that something can hurt us? Why would we do that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that you, even people that are well-meaning sharing that information, and I'm sure they're sharing it to be helpful, um, but there's things we can't control. There's just so many uncontrollables in our life, and we have to be able to, at some point, do the best we can and have peace. Um, And I used to have this, like, it wasn't an argument, but it was kind of like a conversation years and years ago with some holistic friends. And we were talking about like recycling and reusable things and the environment. And, you know, um, they were kind of bashing people that might use like brown paper bags to carry their lunch, saying that we should get some, you know, buy some product that was made of recycled whatever that we can use for 20 or 30 years. And I was like, well, then we're building a factory you know, to produce these things and whatever, you know, the argument goes on and on and on. So I think you have to be able, and that's just an example. We have to be able to do the best that we can. Um, And we can't get caught up in even well-meaning things and good information can lead us down a rabbit hole of fear. So I try to avoid going into the fear trap as often as possible (laughs) and find the pathway back to peace. It is not easy, 
but that is kind of how I self-navigate myself. Oh, good for you. Yeah, peace is where it's at, huh? To be able to just be okay with uh, what what we're doing in the moment, you know, just to be okay yeah, with it and harmonize with oh. life, mm. you know. So you want to hear some more of my car karma? This is fun. Yes. Oh, yes. This, this is hilarious. I mean, I can't. This is great. This is great. Car karma part two. <laughs> I have met so many cool people during this whole adventure. So let's see, where did we leave off? Let's see, we, you heard of, last time I guess, we did we talk about that the Prius was kind of blowing up on July 4th? We did that one, right? Doodle and I were on the, yes. we got, and the two, tow truck guy and I, we got along great. We had a good time and we talked. And, and um, so then, so then, so then the Prius is sitting there and then I put a thing on Craigslist right, to sell it. Because I don't want to deal with it. I know that the engine is just not happy. I just know it. Because I heard it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know it. And, and you can't even now start it now. It's just, it's, it went to heaven. So I put a thing on Craigslist. And um, I just was real honest. I just put it out there, baby. I think, I think I just got low on oil. Something blew up. The engine is not happy. You know, this, I don't know what's wrong with it, but it's not good. Uh, and I put that on Craigslist, and and I said the tires are good and the hybrid battery is good, so you know it's probably worth fifteen hundred in parts just those two things, the battery and the tires. So I just want seventeen fifty for the thing, and just come and get it, take it. So I got so many interesting emails, and I can't believe you were so honest on your Craigslist thing. I really want to come and see it, and people would call me, and they really thought it was cool that I actually told them that the thing was screwed up, you know. That's awesome. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And so a couple people have come out and they've, they've offered $1,000, but I really want to get more because I've had a lot of expenses on the truck thing. So I haven't sold it yet. But I, but I talked to a guy, he called today, and I can't believe I put my phone number on Craigslist, but I did. So, And, um, and mm -hmm. I was telling him about it. And, and he said, I can't believe you're so honest about it. You know, you know he said the same thing. I said, well, I... I understand karma, and I'm just not going to create bad karma. I don't want you to buy something that, you know, that you think it's something other than what it is. I mean, that's weird, man. I don't want to, I don't want any part of that, you know. And so, so then he goes, he goes. Well, how do you, how do you get rid of stress? I'm really having a hard time. So he starts talking to me about stress on the phone. So I'm giving him all these ideas on the phone. Well, just don't pay attention to it. You know, just do what you want. And he said. Well, email your your address, and I want to come out and see it. And even even if I don't buy the car, I think I should talk to you. That was so. I'm doing coaching sessions now through Craigslist. This is great. I love that. <laughs> he was really serious. That is so cool. And he said, "No, I want to talk to you. Can I come out?" Because that is so cool. Isn't that fun? How how spirit will hook you yeah. up with people that just not that I'm so smart and everything, but just to hook you up with people to give you some idea. Well, maybe I don't need to do that. Maybe I don't need to worry. You know, maybe I can just, you know, do something. It's great. So, okay, car karma part two. This even gets a little more hilarious. So I have this 96 truck. And um, in Texas, you have to have good tires to pass the inspection, right? Otherwise, you can't get your little sticker. 
So you got to go someplace and they look at your tires. You have to honk your horn and your blinkers. Do you do that in Pennsylvania, that thing? Yes. Yeah. It's 10 bucks, and but you can't get, and you have to have insurance and show them the insurance, but you can't get your little sticker, right? So I told you I kind of stole this sticker off of my Prius and stuck it on my truck. I hope nobody from mm-hmm. the federales are listening because I'm in trouble. So I just put it there. I said, well, that'll work for, it's a, it's a July thing. That'll work for 20 more days. So I said, well, I'm going to have to. So um, I go to, what, did, what happened? Oh. So I go to the tire place, and uh, the guy says, yeah, these are not good. You really need to get tires. I wouldn't go very far, is what he said. Oh, no, back up. I skipped a good step. So I, I was driving the truck, and I had a flat tire. This was three or four days ago, just about a mile from my house. I said, oh, this is great. Here's this is my, new, my new trans, my new trans, and here we are. So do know I get out and um, just say, okay, God, send us somebody because we need help. Because changing a truck tire 100 degrees by yourself, okay, not good. So all of a sudden, one of my neighbors comes by, need help? Yeah, okay. So he was a really cool guy. His name is Neil. Big, strong guy. He's got one of these wife beater t-shirts on, you know. And kind of, He said, yeah, we can do this. So so we, we jack it up. I didn't even know where the jack was. So we jack it up and change the tire. And he said, well, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. So he said, um, so let's just tighten the nuts a little bit when it's, you know, off the ground. And then when it's on the ground then you tighten them a lot, and that's how you do it, because you can't tighten them big time when it's above the ground. Does that make sense? Because it'll want to turn. I know nothing about cars, okay. so I'm just going to say Neither yes. do I. Trust me, I know nothing about cars. <laughs> so, okay, so we lower the tire, and you know what we didn't do? What? Tighten them. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We were oh, so... No. We were having so much fun, and we thought we knew what we were doing because he doesn't know what he's doing either. He acted like he did, but he had no idea what he's doing. Either. I love those people. <laughs> I know, I know. And he admitted it though too, because I would say things like, is, "Is that right? Is that how we do it?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Are you sure?" He says, "No." <laughs> so we didn't well. tighten up the lug nuts. <laughs> so uh. the next day, I go to the to the tire place, and I said, okay, I need to get four tires, and I, I said, I can't afford those. Give me the cheapest ones you got. What do you got? I just want to start rolling, you know? I just want to get my inspection. So he got the cheapest ones. They're like 125 bucks a piece. Those are the cheapest ones, you know? I mean, it's mm-hmm. $500 for four tires. Duh. So I, he said, now don't go far. I said, what do you mean? He said, these are not good, what you've got on here. The, what happens is, they, they get real old. Tires get rolled and they dry out. And these tires have been on there forever and sitting in the sun, right? Just, he said, this is not good. He said, don't go far. I said, okay. Well, I, so I was going to go to the store, but I said, no, I'm not going. I'll just go home. So this is what happened. So I go home, five miles away, almost at home, and the right tire, front tire, left front tire falls off. It fell right off? It fell off when I'm driving. 
That is so scary. Yeah. It just fell off, and then I start skidding, you know. I go, oh, my God. So I said, okay, well, more car karma. I'll, I'll be fine. So, um, so Doodle and I get out. It's on the side of the road. And we just start looking lonely on the side of the road. And um, <laughs> somebody pulled over, a neighbor. I don't know them, but they're in the neighborhood. So they took us home. So I call another neighbor. I said, can we go look at that truck and see what's wrong with it? So he comes, picks me up, drives me over, drives me over to the truck. And he said, this is not good. <laughs> he said, so I, I told him, I asked him to tell me exactly what's wrong with this, what he saw, so I could call the tire place to see if they could fix it. So he, I wrote it down. Uh, bad rotor, bad studs, um, and obviously maybe a new wheel. So I call the tire people, and um, and they say, yeah, we can do that. And that'll be $350 extra, you know, above the tires. <laughs> I said, okay. Of course. So I, I had to get a towed over there. So that was $150, whole towed over there. That's great. So the, the old bank, the old thing's just clicking off, man. It's great. But, you know, the funny thing is that I was doing great with the whole thing because I really do understand karma. And I do understand that I'm going to be fine, and I'm not going to die, and it was okay. You know, I was just okay. So I get a toad over there; it gets better. So I get a toad over there. They they put the um, they put the tires on. Um, a friend of mine drives me over there, pick up the pick up the truck. Looks great. Four new tires. Went to the store because I haven't been able to go to the store. Bought a few things get out from the store, turn on the key, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh my. Nothing. So I sit in the car, I said, so I just start hewing, singing hew, you know, that's what I do, like, you talking to God, please send somebody to help me because I don't know what to do. Five minutes later, some guy drives in right next to me, one of these big SUV guys, Pull down the window. Could you give me a jump on my, my batteries? Sure, no problem. So this guy comes out and he pulls up the hood. He was cool. He knew what he was doing. So he, we use my, my jumpers, right, to jump it. I, it wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. You know, it just went, you know, it wouldn't work. He said, oh, I know what it is. Your jumper cables are really small and weak and old. I got some super jumper cables in the, in the, uh, in the car. So you get a super jumper cables. I mean, when Spirit sends you somebody, he sends you somebody that's loaded for bear, right? This guy had super jumper cables. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he turns it, and it works. You know, it starts up. He said, you better get a battery right now on the way home because it's dead. So I, I go to this place on the way home in Dripping Springs and uh, leave the car running, bought a battery. <clears throat> so this is part of the fun story, too. The battery is like $225. I said, oh. come on, batteries aren't this much, are they? The guy goes, yeah, that's what I it costs. So. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't bought a, purchased a battery for years. So I said, okay. So I bought the battery. I take it home, and I email, text the guy who helped me, text the guy who helped me with the, because uh, I, I texted him 
And I told him that our the wheel that we put on fell off. So he was really feeling bad. He said, oh, no. He said, let me pay for half. No, 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 don't, no. You, you were going to help me. Come on, I can't charge you for that. You know, we did the best we could. We were clueless, but we did it. I mean, so thanks for helping. Um, so he said, well, if you need anything else, let me know. So I, I, I texted him, and I said, could you help me put in the battery? Because I don't know how to do that. Do you have any tools? Oh, yeah, we can do that. So he came over yesterday, and um, we got the battery in. We had to make two trips to the, to the car place because we needed little parts. And he said, well, let's go. So this guy was great. And we had a good time. He was from St. Louis, and we just laughed and talked about St. Louis. So it was a great connection, you know, you know how these things are. So we went to this little place to buy these, these little bolts to fit into the battery, which were bad on the old battery. And, I, and we brought in the old battery. And I asked the guy, well, how much, is you, how much are these batteries? You know, the new one I bought? He said, oh, $90. Right. $90. $90. Then the other place charged me 230 I said, okay. So we got home and put it in. And so far, so forth, it's working. Good, but wow. I know. And you wonder about these things, you know. And I just, um, for me, I think it's just um, to teach patience, right? To teach patience, to teach me not to freak out, which I didn't. To teach me to know that God is cool and will always send you help when you need it. These, the good stuff, you know, the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's great that you can take that attitude and that you were just so, you just went with it, you know, like, okay, so you know, I was able to, And I'm very <laughs> blessed, you know, I'm not bragging, but I'm very blessed that I've been able to get to the point of that. Um, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm just so grateful, you know, just so grateful. And grateful for all these people that just help you, you know, stop the side of the road, you know, help you. Um, and the guy in the battery was just hilarious. We were putting in this um, special little bolt thing to make it work. <clears throat> he said, well, I think it goes like this. Yeah, he said, I, yeah, it goes like this. And we're screwing it in with a thing. And I said, are you sure? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> was this Neil? Was this Neil, like yeah. Neil guy? Yeah. 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 And it, it's great. like the blind leading the blind. You know, are you sure? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all sure. And it turns out he's from St. Well, maybe Louis. maybe both learned something. Yeah, yeah. And he married a woman from uh, Turkey. And he and oh, he's wow. telling me all about her. She said, she's a great cook. And uh, he said, I'll have you over sometime. And I, she said, that's great. And he used to eat uh, my pizzas at Timponi's Market in Dripping Springs. He said, you had the best pizza ever. Would you teach me how to make that? He said, yeah, I'll teach you how to make that. So we got a good connection. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to teach him how to make pizzas, and he's going to, He's going to ask me, and I'm going to have him over for dinner and make pasta. He's really excited about that. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And I'm not even going to be there. <laughs> well, if you come down to visit, I'll, I'll cook you pasta, baby. I'll, I'll set All you, right. I'll set All you right. up. I bet your kids like <laughs> pasta, huh? Man. <clears throat> Do you guys have pasta at home? Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy making, um, you know, pasta and Italian food. Lasagna is like my yeah. thing to make. Mm. Uh, I make a pretty good chicken Alfredo, too. 
but um I'm not all the time that's more of like a, a special thing yeah. you know because if I ate pasta every day I just feel like I would be a little different than I am right now <laughs> what happened to Hannah well I've been eating pasta every day <laughs> It makes me really tired. I know. So. Carbs will do that, um, won't they? Sometimes, yeah. I think it's the, um, I think it's the blood sugar thing, because carbs have sugar, and I think the, yeah. I think the blood sugar does this, right after you have, potatoes at carbs, um, bread, and then and then it'll do this. Right, it'll come back down. I think that's my theory on it. Yeah. Did you remember the one? Ba- yeah, so I don't, I mean, I still eat it. I just don't yeah, eat it all yeah. the time. Yeah, I do too every now yeah. and then. I'll make some with butter and olive oil, and it's great. You know, mm-hmm. it really tastes good. Did you Did you remember that name? I, I always encourage you to try the Jovial Foods, J-O-V-I-A-L. No, I yeah. didn't even, I'm sorry. Write that down, write that down, write it down. That's the brand of, of pasta that you use, the, ri- the rice pasta, yeah, the right? Yeah, the rice pasta, it's really good, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just talking about car karma and whatever. You want to talk about Patrick at one radio network dot com, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Hannah Waltheiser is with us. We're going to tell you about Hannah's coaching thing that she does when we come back after a little break. And uh, we did a coaching session yesterday. We can do one, or she, you can. Email her and she'll do one with you. I would probably choose her over me at this point because I'm not, she's not quite as crazy as I am. No, she's a lot smarter than I am because girls know what they're doing. And guys, we don't read the directions. I mean, that's just the problem. You know, we just, we don't read, we don't read the directions. We, uh, we have a great sauna. If you'd like to get one, it's called the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. And uh, people really love this one. And we can sell you one at $1,295. If that floats your boat, we'll hook you up, baby. $1,295. Now, if you live somewhere outside the United States, that will cost you more. Or it will also, um, uh, in Canada, I think Canada is only about 150 or, or $150 more. So just email me wherever you live if you'd like to get one. Email me wherever you live if you'd like to get one. And tell me where you live, and I'll give you the price, $1,295 in the United States. And some, a couple years ago, and he also said it the last time we talked to Gerald Pollack, is that when you use infrared energy, it changes uh, the, the, the water in our body to the fourth phase of water, which is really cool. And he said this, and this was two or three years ago. Here's physicist, biologist, chemist, Dr. Gerald Pollack on far infrared saunas. Infrared uh, energy is what builds this fourth phase of water. And the idea of a sauna, you know, you go in and you sweat and you, you receive this infrared energy and you feel great after you, uh, after you come out. I felt uh, the same and so have so many people. And most of us think, well, you know, it's just uh, some sort of psychological issue and it, 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 it might be. However, Experimentally, we know that infrared energy builds the fourth phase. Your cells should be or should be filled with this fourth phase, but, uh, but you know, we're, we tend to be somewhat dehydrated. 
uh, and missing some of this this fourth phase. And so what happens is if you subject yourself to infrared, the infrared is absorbed by your body, absorbed by your cells, and it converts ordinary water to fourth phase water, and then you feel better. How cool is that, structuring the water in your body with the Relax Far Infrared Sauna? That's pretty cool, Patrick. Oh, we have it on sale right now. Through the- what we do is a uh, uh, everyday kind of sale thing. It's one thousand two ninety five, um, one thousand two hundred and ninety five, and just just email me, and uh, we'll, we'll hook you up. <clears throat> so this is a real benefit if we're changing the water to the fourth phase of water. We de- we detoxify through our skin, and then we also um, have some very healthy benefits for the cardiovascular system when we do the sauna. So um, these, are, these are well worth your time if you'd like to get one. Just, uh, just shoot me an email. We've been into hydrogen technology for, I don't know, I think it's about four years now. It'll be four years next month. Do you believe that? Four years ago. And uh, the machine that we pr- uh, promote is the Holy Hydrogen machine, the Holy Hydrogen machine, and um, it's a really good one. It's made in Japan, and we think it has one of the cleanest um, um, forms of hydrogen, uh, food-grade hydrogen out there. It's very quiet. There is no maintenance to it, no maintenance to it, and you can make um, uh, two quarts of, you can make two quarts of uh, hydrogen water first thing in the morning. So it's it's really a nice one. It's very quiet, um, and uh, they also do installment plan for you. Okay, and so easy payment options. It's the Holy Hydrogen Machine on OneRadioNetwork.com. So, uh, you know, consider that if you want to get the hydrogen, you can breathe the gas and drink the water. So many things are being talked about with the uh, central bank digital currencies. This great reset. Um, Joe Biden today, God love Joe, Uncle Joe, he just decided that he was going to forgive um, 200, let's see, what what is the amount? 39 billion, hello, 39 billion dollars in student loans. Yeah, today he said. He just did a little executive order. The Supreme Court said he couldn't do it, but you know Joe, he's been around the block. So he's just going to do it anyway. So, do you think that's do you think that's a righteous move by the president to just forgive forty billion dollars worth of loans to kids who signed the paper saying they were going to pay it back? And you know who's going to pay for this, right? Don't get me started. Uh, who's going to pay for it? You and I will pay for it. That's where it comes from. Anyway, if you want to learn more about the the real world money. Listen to our shows with Fred Dachewski on the first Monday, first uh, Wednesday of the month. And then he has a great company where you can buy some gold and silver coins. So this is a nice way to hedge against inflation, which um, is still going strong. Uh, His number is 800-878-2646. 800-878-2646. And this is real American money. They don't do gold. Um, and silver bricks and bars and 
stuff like that. They don't do what is called, um, um, what's it called? Oh, you know, like the Krugerrands and stuff like that, which is, there's a name for that, but it's escaping me at the moment. They just do real American money, which is, which is pretty cool because it's all a private transaction too. So when you buy gold and silver from Fred, nobody has to know but you and Fred. Then it's up to you what you do with that. Now if you buy um, bullion, oh it's bullion is the word I was looking for. If you buy bullion, which is like a bar of gold or a 10 ounce uh, thing of silver, then you have to do paperwork and everybody knows. Of course everybody knows anything anyway, but you know what I'm saying. 800-878-2646. Know the source on one radio network. Or know the sauce. I was talking to Hannah earlier about, you know, things keep happening to my cars and stuff. I just may go to the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right for the scotch, you know? No, I'm just kidding, of course. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> Oh man, life. You know, Patrick, I got a um a book yesterday in the mail that I wanted to ask you if you had ever heard of this person. Um, it's a, his name is George Carey, and the book is about mineral salts in relation to the zodiac signs. Oh, I kind of know a little bit about it, but I'm curious. Yeah, tell me about this fellow. Yeah. So I, I mean, I didn't really research him until the book came, although it's been like on my wish list on Amazon forever to get it. Um, so I guess most of his stuff is like founded in homeopathic and like biochemistry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just reading about him this morning that he was, I guess they said his like trademark was to say that a person's body is a chemical formula in operation mm-hmm. so yeah it's just like a 40 page little like book <laughs> let me see if i can get it close so the people can look at it put oh, it closer yeah. up there can oh, you no, get it closer to the camera like terrible one see if it'll go closer to the camera we, we can see it. there you go <laughs> here we, uh the here we go the relation of the mineral salts to the body to the z- signs of the zodiac george carey oh man i want to interview him do you know is he around george or dad or no, he he's not alive anymore. Oh, poor George. Oh well, we can do it. He, do you, I really, um, I know a yeah, little like bit. It's of, just, I don't know. This is like my inner nerd coming out. Yeah, no, oh, it's great. Two I'm peop- just curious to read about it. Yeah, I'm two people curious. that we've talked to: uh, Santos Bonacci. Santos Bonacci. He's a really eclectic fellow, flat earther. He's into the bodies of Taurus, um, toroidal toroidal field you know where this whole thing this is and we're a toroidal field too so this is how the energy works and he talks a lot about the zodiac and the month we were born and then like that and then which and you're talking about the mineral salts right the little bitty white white pills right cell salts yeah like he has different ones that i guess are you know pertinent for each zodiac sign i guess according to this booklet Yeah. yeah And some people believe that you should go um, backwards because it starts when you were conceived. So there's, mm. there's that kind of stuff too. So there's, that's interesting. You know, another person that knows a lot about this is a Bear Paul Lando, who we talked to. Yeah, he sells his own too. He's got some good ones. And he talks about it. And, um, but we've, um, yeah, 
Also, um, um, Falconer, Steve Falconer, you know, Crazy Steve, who we talked to. Mm-hmm, He's into mm-hmm. the whole cell salt thing. So you think you're going to learn about it and, and take them? I'm going to nerd out on this little booklet, and then everybody I know, I'm going to be like, you need. You need. <laughs> you Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been taking them. Yeah. I think I picked out, somebody told me what my two best ones are, so I've been taking those every day. I think there's something to it. They're just little bitty white little minerals, right? Yeah, yeah. Just fun stuff. Are you are you big on um, what are your thoughts on zodiac stuff? Like, what's yeah. Patrick's point of view on that? Totally, I'm totally into all of it. Yeah, I think that um, there are very few people that really know it well enough to maybe give you some guidance. With that, you know, it's it's a real science. You know, I think that the um, um, there's one form of it where they actually get into you exactly where you were born, the time you were born. I'm choosing to remember the name of that one. There's some people that do that kind of work. But yeah, I believe that the planets are living beings, you know. I don't think they're rocks. I, I don't think, I think they're living creatures, souls. Mm. Yeah, they're just lights. And there's a lot of evidence to prove that that's what it is. That I've seen people with these really high-powered cameras and they look at Venus and Mars and they're just lights. They're just, I think they're just souls. And I, I think the ancients knew this and that's why they gave them all these names of gods like Mars and Venus hmm. and Pluto, uh, right? So I think they're living beings. And so there's no reason to think, in my opinion, that where these planets were when I was born would not have some kind of relationship to me. You know, I don't don't think they control us, but if you can look at them, they can kind of give you ideas of what's going on um, in Patrick's life when Venus is a certain spot. Because Venus was there and is part of me too. Like we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Right? We're all connected. That makes sense. So I don't think there's any kind of, um, during this time, you know, it's going to tell you what's going to happen, but you can have tendencies, you know, like if I was really good at it, I would have known that during the month of July, you're going to have some really strange car karma. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think there's something to it. Uh, I really do. Yeah. Something yeah. To it. When were you born? Um, I was born on July 29th. Which is what sign? I'm a Leo. Leo. My dad was a Leo. Leo the lion. Yeah, that's part of the whole uh, uh, cosmology, truther movement, flat Earth, is that these uh, these planets are not really, you know. NASA shows these all these pictures and all that. They just make it up. They, you, know, you know, here's Mars, and we're going to land on Mars, and they're not landing on anything. But you do think there are planets. You just think that they're not. Oh yeah, they're there. What? 
I mean, you can see them. I mean, you can see them. Mm-hmm. You can see them. Just go outside. Yeah, they're there, and the moon is there. But I don't think, I don't think they are solid. None of them. My own. I used to have some pictures of Venus that I could show you, but am I? Isn't it great to be a contrarian to not believe anything that everybody else does? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we find peace, Patrick. <laughs> Hi, guys. When Hannah held up the book cover, I was also looking at the color wheel at the exact same moment. Oh, here's Paul from the UK. He was looking at the color wheel at the exact same moment. Can you show us that again and see a different... Do different uh, months yeah. have different colors, sweetie? Yeah. yeah. Is that a good shot? Yeah, you can move it back a little bit. So they have different. Yeah. So they have different. Uh, would you? Can you pull it, push it up a little bit so we can look at the color? Yeah. Oh, sorry. The other Wait, one. Wait, this yeah, The other up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. So they've got different colors for different uh, um, areas, like Scorpio and Leo and Aries, and ah. So Paul was looking at the color wheel when he. When you held that up, that's kind of serendipitous, Paul. Maybe that means something. Yeah, I didn't get into the colors yet. I don't know. I don't know. You know about the colors, like Monday is red, and then you go to red, orange, yellow, green. I used to know them all. Blue, violet, and then white for different, for different, um, um, days of the week. So the colors go from red all the way back to red. So they circulate. So each day of the week it's associated with a color? Yeah. As a matter of fact, Adam Bergstrom, who taught me about colors, he used to wear a certain color, and he does still day. On Mondays he always wears red. It's supposedly then if you wear red on Monday, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, um, I think violet, yellow, and then white. Sunday is white. Um, that it energetically it helps you be happier, healthier. Wow! Isn't that fun? I didn't know about that and at all. So we're doing Roy G. Bibb during the week, oh, kind of. What's that? <laughs> we're doing what? Roy G. Bibb, like when they say you know red, orange, yellow, violet, indigo. Oh, is that is yeah. it, what do they call that? RGB. That was an acronym that they used for the colors of the rainbow. Isn't that interesting so. that it's also the colors of the rainbow in that, in that exact order? That's curious. And then Adam says that you can actually look at these colors, and he's got something on his website. You can look at it every day, and you actually recycle your little brain, gets back in the sink when you do. And you can do it even by saying it. Red, orange, what is it? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, there's no yellow at the end, and then white. So when you just by saying it, see, you just recycled your brain because you heard me say it. Don't you feel better? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he has a whole thing on his website. You can actually look at the colors, and they pop up, and you can recycle. Wow, I, I did not know that there was this whole thing with the days of the week and the color. Funny? I don't, I don't cool? know. Isn't that cool? What I missed. Yeah. Well, uh, his website is solartiming.com or sunsink nutrition and you can recycle your brain just go on there and 
I wonder if we could, I wonder if we could find it on, on Google and we'll do it right here. Let's do it. That'd be fun. So call us if you want to join the show. We're just having fun being silly. Um, is um, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com or call, even better, 888-663-6386. Let's see if we have a color recycling on YouTube. I bet we do. Color recycling. If I know how to spell it. Color recycling. Recycle color. That's not it. I don't think so. Oh man, what a bummer. Be fun to see that on the air, wouldn't it? R E C Y C L I N G, is that how you spell it? I put color recycling video. Let's see. How to recycle crayons? I don't know. Is that gla- sounds fun. You're is, trying to melt them down and make other <laughs> Is glass trash? I don't think we're going to get there from here. That's right. Yeah, well, we tried. So I, I guess then the, the zodiac signs have all the, set their own color then, right? They must have their own color. I know that there's... Um, you know, certain stones that are associated, not birthstones, but like, um, I think for, for my sign, like carnelian is a stone, Mm. um, you know, things like that, but there's actually a really great book that I've read, um, in tandem with like our Zodiac that we have here. I don't think it's in print anymore, but it's, it was a native American perspective Mm. called earth medicine by Kenneth Meadows. Um, and he breaks down the zodiacs, but it's it's slightly different. Um, they're close to the ones that that we have, but I think the the ranges are a little bit different. But it's very very fascinating, and you get an animal totem. Yep, you get an with animal. your yeah. with your sign, uh-huh. um, and then it kind of like explains like what you think your whole like purpose is here on Earth based on your animal totem. Yeah, do you have an animal totem? Do you know yours? I have to think about what mine is for yeah, a minute. I used to know mine. Isn't that terrible? I've read this book like a thousand to, times. And a listener wants to know, Clarice wants to know the name of the book that you held up again. Can you give us the name of the book? Yes. It is, do you want me to just read yeah, it? Yeah, you can, you can just read, read it. Read the title? Yeah, yeah. It's Relation to the Mineral Salts of the Body to the Signs of the Zodiac. Okay. And it's my George W. Carey, C-A-R-E-Y. Most of his work that he wrote was in like the 1910s. Wow. Um, Yeah, early. Pretty cool. So, and you got that on Amazon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get that. I want to to learn more about it. Um, I'm going to buy that. I think it was $3, everybody, just letting you know. Well, even I can afford that. (laughs) Relation oh, of, I'm a salmon. That's my totem animal. You're I'm a salmon? salmon? So you, you're you trying yeah. to swim upstream? Is that what you're trying to do? That's why I'm so tired in my Of course, soul. see? If you, can you Google your animal totem? Um, I can run and get the book. No, that's right. I'm just going to do it now. wants to know what theirs okay. is, I will tell them. What is my animal 
totem for Scorpio. Okay. I bet. I can get the book if you want me to. <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe you, you grab it and somebody else would like to know there is Scorpio symbolism, meaning in power and power animal. When Scorpio shows as your spirit animal, it's time to step away from poisonous people and situations. Okay. Scorpio is a totem animal. Oh, no. They're, 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 they're thinking I'm asking that my totem animal is scorpion. No, it's not. Oh, right. What is my spirit okay, animal yeah. by this birth? This is separate. Yeah, yeah, this is separate. Yeah. yeah, maybe you grab the book and, and we can, people can call up and you can tell them they're totem animal. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Okay. Sing a, sing a Frank Sinatra song, Patrick. When somebody loves you, it's no good unless they love you. All the way. That's one of my favorite Frank Sinatra. She was asking me what my favorite kind of music is before the show, and I said Frank Sinatra. All the way. We could play a little bit of it. But every time I play... I could always cut it out of the video. <laughs> All right, I have it. Are we back? I'm back. Okay, I'm going to sing a little bit. I'm going to sing a little bit of my favorite Frank Sinatra song, okay? Somebody loves you, it's no good unless he loves you. All the way, happy to be near you when you need someone to cheer you. Did you like it? Did you like did you like it? Could you hear are you you couldn't hear I didn't hear you. Oh, you didn't. Uh, you I, mean while I was gone or since I've come back? Since you came back, I played Frank Sinatra all the way, but you couldn't hear it? No. Yeah, that's all right. I don't know how these things work. Don't, don't worry about it. <clears throat> but anyway, he was singing it. Okay, Scorpio, what's my totem animal? So you're a snake. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> but I like snakes. I like snakes. It's okay. <laughs> you are a snake. I'm yes. a snake. And you are a salmon? But yeah. You're a salmon? I am. Mm. Yes. Do you have to be a snake? Can you just exchange your animals if you want to be like a, a buffalo or something? Well, you, you don't have to live into this and claim it for your life. Yeah. It's, I just find it to be interesting. <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with snakes. I mean, I really like snakes. I get along fine with snakes. And uh, I talk to the snakes around here and uh, tell them that I don't want to hurt you. And I know you don't want to hurt me. And uh, let's be friends and I won't hurt you. And I've just had a good relationship with snakes, you know, for 20 years being out here. What kind of snakes do you have in Texas? Oh, I imagine you have like the big sidewinders or you something. You've got all kinds of crazy know. snakes, yeah. But, you know, 
that's the way I deal with it. I just, I do that with everything, you know, the animal world. You know, I love you, you love me, and let's just get along and like with the ticks or spiders. We have little scorpions. Have you ever seen those? Ooh. We have those. Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen them like just walking around my backyard, but yes. I've been stung a few times where you put your hand someplace you shouldn't, you know, you're cleaning something out. And man, they they are really, you know, they'll, they'll rock your world. But I've tried not to be angry at them for that, so I don't. Okay, so if you want to know your, your animal, just uh, email us or call, and Hannah has her book there. You know, another cool thing about the, about the um, Zodiac that I think is really fun, there's a lot of ancient texts, and I've read some of this stuff, I think it's really great, is that we evidently work through the Zodiac signs, every one of them, and we go through every Zodiac sign and experience everything that a Scorpio needs to experience, and then we will go through the other one. And then, and then once you go through all of them and work out all your karma with every sign, uh, the term is you fall off the wheel, the Zodiac wheel, and then you don't have to come mm. back and jump back on again. Isn't that fun? I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And they call it the Wheel of 84. I think you... You live so many lifetimes with so many zodiac. It's like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives. Are we getting tired of re- reincarnating back here? Are we getting tired? I sometimes. <laughs> like, I am. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it, doesn't it? it? Feels like it's Groundhog Day sometimes on Earth. It's like what? sometimes it does. <laughs> it's like what? Come on, what? What? Okay. Groundhog Day. Hi, Patrick. Enjoy your show. We're just wondering, what? Oh, what are your iodine recommendations, and what are you currently taking? I have a different approach on iodine than most, so you might want to just not. You might want to go to somebody a whole lot smarter than me, uh, which is most people. Um, but I, I don't do iodine at all. Um, both repeat. And Adam Bergstrom, two people I really trust their their research, suggests that it's not a good idea to take extra iodine. So I'm just doing one of these things. I'm just trusting them. I've not done the, a deep dive in the research. Uh, but sometimes when you get around people that spend their whole life researching this stuff, you know, I just buy into it. You know, I say, okay, I'll, I, I can go with that. You know, have you ever messed around with iodine? Yeah, I have. I um, I guess I was curious why they felt like people shouldn't um, take it. Like if you felt like you were deficient in it, why would it be a negative to use it? Or what are their thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, both Adam and Ray Pete. And Ray Pete, you know, he lived uh, about 85, 80, 85 years in his body and he just spent his whole life researching stuff. You know, so I really think that he knew what he was talking about, and he thought it was not. Roddy Kidd. When, a lot of you have seen it. Martial artist. Ooh, golden aura. Oh, somebody just sent a video of Adam. This little piggy. Oh, wrong video. That's okay. 
if, if some of you could, if one of you, not some, but if one of you could find a video on the actual colors going through there and send it to me so I don't have to try to find it, that'd be fun. We'll play that on the air. The color wheel. Somebody sent me, Adam has a color recycling video, but it's just talking about it. <clears throat> what were you talking about? I got lost. Iodine. Iodine, yeah. So, sorry, I didn't, I didn't really get what you, your experience with it was. Well, I have taken it um, before because um, there were family, I guess, ideas that there was some issues with thyroid and iodine, things like that. So I am curious what the, what the reasoning of the men that you just mentioned, why they felt like you shouldn't take iodine or what they thought the repercussions of that would be. They just thought it was uh, something that the body doesn't need, that we get enough mm-hmm. in uh, real salt, sea salt, and seafood, and it's just, um, they felt that there was something that came out. I think David Brownstein was the one that really uh, brought it out, and people, they believe that people just bought onto some, you know, some fad thing that it's just not, you don't need it, and it's just an overload, you know. Like like, okay. more, like more is better kind of thing, you know. Right. Yeah. But I never felt any negative things from taking it, but then I never felt any positive things either. So, you know, I didn't miss it when I quit because I used to do just mm-hmm. a few drops, you know. Edgar Casey was really an iodine, you know. Edgar Casey, he was pretty interesting. 